everything that I had understood that we were spiritual beings, it was like shown to me again. And I was like, yeah, this is the explanation I've been looking for all my life. Now I understand. Hey guys, welcome to our Soul Fam podcast, where I interview spaceholders from all over the world. I'm your host, my name is Carolina, and I'm the Connection Catalyst. I help spiritual entrepreneurs experience deeper connection with themselves, with others, and with the universe. Today on the show, we have Primavera Salva, the spiritual teacher. Welcome to the show, Primavera. How are you doing? Good, thank you. Thank you for having me. This is very exciting. For me, it's really exciting too, because I know that you hold a lot of beautiful wisdom and I'm so excited that you uh, agreed to share this with our audience. So this is going to be really, really amazing. So I'd love to start with your little bit of your backstory. How did you become the spiritual teacher? What has brought you on this path? Was it something that was always with you or did something happen that you were like, oh, wow, I have a higher self as well? <laughs> so I've been... Um... I have to say, since I was little, I was always seeking. I remember being six years old, asking my parents, like, why am I here? What is life about? I need to understand. What do I need to do with my life? And my parents will be like, well, you know, you're going to go to school. Then you're going to college. You probably will get married, have children and all of that. And um, I would be like, no. There has to be something more about it. Then I had a, a really interesting encounter uh, with a gypsy, a woman that read my mother's palm. And I must have been like five, six years old because my mother was like this and she kept going like this. I kept going like this to try to see what the woman was looking at my mom because she was saying a lot of things that I knew were truth. So when I asked my mom, I said, how did she have access to that information? How did she know? And my mom said, well, gypsies are special people. And, and I, I know I may not be using the right word. This is what we use in Mexico. And um, they're special people and they, they talk to the stars. So when they speak to the stars and to the mountains and to the sun and to the planets, they have more information than we do. And when she said, I was like, oh, I need to find that woman again. Maybe she can tell me what I'm supposed to do in this lifetime. Maybe there's an answer for me here. And that I kept like obsessed with that. So that, you know, that happened when I was little. And then all my life I kept searching I grew up in Mexico, and when I was in college, we actually went for well, a group of friends of ours. We went to a trip in Oaxaca, in the mountains of Oaxaca, and we tried mushrooms, magical mushrooms at that time, plant medicine. And when I was in my journey, I it's almost like I arrived home, you know? everything that I had understood that we were spiritual beings, it was like shown to me again. And I was like, yeah, this is the explanation I've been looking for all my life. Now I understand. So this is how things started for me to understand that there was another layer to reality, deeper, deeper than we could perceive, but that I will always felt it. And now things started to make sense to me. So that was kind of the first encounter. Then 
Um, I moved to New York City after college and I started to New York City. Everyone comes by the Dalai Lama, the this, the dad, you know, and, and I started to explore. Then I had a, a bit of a crisis in my life because of a love relationship. And that crisis is what pushed me to really take spirituality very, very, very seriously, because that was the only way I could survive. And that's how I got into it. So it's Whoa. been about 25 years that I'm in this path. Wow, that's amazing. That's an amazing story. Starting from childhood, from being curious as a little girl, and then finding your own path, finding all these teachers. That's really, really amazing. And the crisis, well, I mean, so many people actually discover spirituality or discover their true essence thanks to the drama that is happening in their life, because then they have themselves to turn to right and if you are alone if you're with yourself you have a lot of time to think about things especially when you like finish the relationship or whatever so this is the time to heal so it's actually beautiful that we have all these things happening that are helping us see ourselves for who we are and see this higher seek this higher meaning really of life and uh, yet so many people have actually awakened through the suffering right through acceptance of everything that is and so that's a really really beautiful story and so i'm really curious to know uh, because i know that you're meditating obviously but i'm really curious to know what kind of meditation based on all the teachings and all the wisdom that you've got from all these people that you've learned did you find the most effective or maybe you have some few methods that you find that you use for different things because there is so much out there right we can have a relaxation meditation chakra meditation yeah. transcendental meditation and so on so what was the best meditation for you personally that has helped you the most on your journey so i would say you know choosing a meditation and a spiritual path is something that everyone needs to try it's almost like you know if you have a pair of amazing shoes that you love and the shoes, I will tell you, these are the best shoes ever. You need to have them. You need to wear them. But when you put them on, they don't work for you. So, or they may not work that day. And another day, they will work. Everyone is different. Your soul, your spirit is in a different place. So given that is what you need to ex ex explore a little bit and figure out what works for you. What worked for me is that about 25 years ago when I was in that place and so much pain and sorrow, um, I found a spiritual teacher. And that was Dr. Joseph Michael Levy, the founder of Nam Yoga. And that's the, the Nam teachings is what I teach as well. And basically, he just gave me mantras to repeat. And um, I have a story to tell you. One time I used to work in the World Trade Center in 2001. And I was having a private meeting with him. And he said to me, I am feeling that you need to do triple mantra every day. Triple mantra is a protection mantra. And I said, yeah, I do it sometimes. And sometimes I don't have time. And sometimes I don't do it. And, uh, and then he said, he said, no, you have to do it every day. Every day you cannot miss it. And I was like, okay. So I started since 2001, I'm doing triple mantra, protection mantra every day before I leave my home. And guess what? 9-11, when the towers came down, I wasn't there. I used to work there. I used to go there every day. And that day was my daughter's first day of school. So I was taking her to school. And because she was very little at kindergarten, 
I needed to stay there in the school until 10 a.m. So by the time I finished and I looked up, the towers were crumbling down and I wasn't there. Wow. And I truly, truly believe, I'm getting the chills every time I tell this story. I truly believe that was because of this mantra, a protection mantra. So that's what I do. I also do silence meditation sometimes, repeating, uh, repeating, uh, may I be happy, may I be safe, may I live with ease. And then you repeat it again, may all beings everywhere be happy, may all beings everyone be safe, may all beings everyone live with ease. This is mindful, uh, 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 loving, loving kindness meditation from Sharon Salzberg, who is a Buddhist. So I have several practices that I do. Mm -hmm. That's really, really cool. And I also agree with you that everyone is different. And for everyone, every practice will be different. And also whatever you need right now is going to be different as well. Because, of course, you might need protection. And this is something you might need every day, actually, if you work with people or, you know, you go out there and you don't know uh, what kind of energies are going to come. But, yeah, some people are so stressed that they really need to relax. And some people maybe need some more, like, uh, empowering meditation and so on. But I'm really curious about these mantras because it seems like, to me at least, uh, in all these kind of different meditation practices, the mantras are really hidden in a way. Like they are not given to people um, just randomly or whatever. And I even know when you do courses, then you get specific mantras like later on, let's say that you can use. So uh, I'm guessing that it's like a specific mantra brings a specific energy inside of your body because a specific sound brings a specific vibration. So then you need to kind of like attune your body to, spe to specific energies before you use the further mantras. And so I'm curious, like, is it okay if you, uh, for example, share this protection mantra or is it very, um, let's say, protective no, no, no. in a way that I like... I believe there, there are practices where they give you a personal mantra and you cannot share and all that. What Dr. Levy teaches is the opposite. He wants to share. He wants every, everyone to know about it. So if you go to his website, which is rootlight.com, R-O-O-T-L-I-G-I-H-T.com, you go under music. And he has many, many, many mantras with albums uh, that you can look at all the albums and decide there are mantras for healing, mantras for protection, for expanding consciousness, for connecting to others. So many things. Perfect. So, so yeah, was, it's totally available. So what was Root your mantra, mantra for protection? It's called triple mantra. Triple mantra. Okay. Yeah, and how it does it sound? Big tradition. I will let you go into the website and find it. <laughs> okay okay perfect i mean i'm really curious because i know i know that some people are just so uh, let's say protective about the mantras and i'm not surprised why like if the mantra is very powerful and you're bringing the energy it's kind of like uh, for example a chakra meditation you don't start chakra meditation just from the crown and you don't bring like this higher energy into your body before you're actually grounded here on earth and you're able to handle this high frequency energy so i would guess that with some mantras and some uh, you know, energies, it's like that, that you might actually have an imbalance in your body of energy if you go too fast into the higher vibration. So, but yeah, it's really good that uh, some teachers actually give mantras that are available to everyone because I also believe that, you know, things should be available uh, to people and uh, we need help. <laughs> we need to raise yeah, our consciousness right now on the planet. Sure. Yeah, we, we really yeah. need that. So this triple, triple mantra for protection. Triple so mantra. is it like 
protection in general or protection from like negative energies or protection like how do you find that it works for so you it personally has par- it has three three paragraphs the mantra the first one is um protection from outside obstacles no the first one is protection for everything then the first one is protection from outside obstacles and the second the third one is protection from inner obstacles because many times we are our own uh, problem we get on our way and we sabotage ourselves mm, mm, yeah I can resonate with that a lot and so I, I'm also really curious like how did you actually get to do this every single day for so many years I mean did you have to like create I a habit for yourself of doing it. it or did you just feel like okay this is really good for me so it was easy for you to start and to keep doing it so so what I say I train teachers in Nam Yoga I'm a trainer, and um, one of the things when you do the training, teacher's training, is that you have to commit and develop a practice. So we share with them several mantras that they have to chant every day. And of course, it's very difficult. Like at the stage that I was, that I was telling my teacher, yeah, I do it, but sometimes I don't, sometimes yes. And it was like, you have to do it, right? So that's who I have become. When I train teachers, I said, you have to do it. You have to understand it's not negotiable. The same way you, in the morning, shower, you eat, you're taking care of your body in that way. You look at your emails, your work, you're taking care of your mind in that way, making sure you're calm, that you're doing what you have to do. I always say, what about your soul? Mm -hmm. How are you taking care of your soul? And your soul is actually the one that is in the driver's seat. So you need to take care of that. So for me, it's just not negotiable not to chant in the morning protection mantra. It's like you shower, you brush your teeth, you eat breakfast, you get dressed. It's the same. You just have to pack it in the same amount of schedule. It's an activity that you have to do, period. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I get that. And how long does it take to chant this mantra? It could be 11 minutes or 31 minutes, whatever mm-hmm. you choose. Well, I mean, 11 minutes is not that bad. I mean, you can easily squeeze yeah, it into your schedule. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's perfect. And so I'm really curious about this uh, Nam Yoga because I actually have never heard of this specific practice or technique. So can you tell us a little bit more about it? Yeah. So like I said, this is something developed by my dearest teacher, Joseph Michael Levery. Uh, he lives in, in Los Angeles, California. And basically, it's a combination of many traditions, you know, like many yogas, they all come from the same root of yoga. And yoga means the union between the body, mind, and the spirit, or the union of the individual with the cosmos, with the universe, right? Because it's a reminder that we are not separate beings. We exist in the duality that we're separated and not part of the universe, but we are part of the universe. So... He mixes many different traditions, but is based on breath work, most importantly, meditation, use or mudras, chanting, and movement. So we spend a lot of time sometimes, uh, you know, just maybe meditating with a mudra like this, which means to bring uh, joy into your life, bring light, open your heart, bring light or maybe something like this, this mudra is a mudra when something is stuck in your life and you want to unstuck it, right? 
this mudra is a mudra to get yourself off the way so that you don't sabotage yourself so that you can allow the force of the universe to go through let's see this mudra is a mudra for good luck because this is the finger of jupiter so all of that you can use different mudras this is a mudra of protection for example this is a mudra to be in your heart this is yep. a mudra very simple to create balance and equilibrium in your like life prayer position so, yeah so your mm -hmm. hands are like amazing full of wisdom and that's for example something that we teach in nam yoga what is the information that is your hands and how you can use them because your hands and your arms are the extension of your heart and your heart is the center of your electromagnetic field and it's also the gateway the opening for connection to the immense love that exists in the universe so that's that's what nam yoga is about teaching you how to live from your heart and something very important nam yoga is also about service we are here to serve others we're here to help others i think that mudras are really really powerful and so how the nam yoga is actually different from other types of yoga like what is that the let's say taste of it that it makes it different than other practices the, the benefit for example what i'll tell you about the triple mantra is um it's a protection mantra so and I was explaining my private client just two days ago, she was going to have a surgery. And I said, do triple mantra before, <coughs> because what gives me every day, the gift that I get every day is that if I'm going to a meeting and the meeting gets canceled, I don't get upset because I know that the mantra is protecting me for something that was going to happen in that meeting or because there is a better time to have that meeting for example, or, you know, like you want something so much, like you want to go on a trip, you want to go on a trip and then the flight gets canceled and your trip gets ruined. Instead of being upset, I know that the universe is taking care of me. And that's why I didn't get to go on that trip because there's something better for me somewhere else, or it's better that I don't go or something like that. So this is, this is how, like, for example, it happens. And also like, I live in New York City, so when I like when I do my mantra, which is every day, like I go to the subway and like the subway is arriving, like things like that. You know, you have serendipity in your life. Things just work out in a way that is great, and that's why I tell my students, I'm like, it's not negotiable for me not to do it because I just don't want to deal with the mess of life. <laughs> Yeah, and you don't have to if you if you say this mantra, and that's great. You I love saying, that. I love the synchronicities. Harmony and an alignment. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That's beautiful that yeah. you can see it based on that mantra, and it's beautiful that you practice it for uh, so long because it's yeah, it's truly bringing you benefits. That's that's so nice. I really 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 love it. And I have another question to you about the full moon and new moon rituals because I know that you are also uh, the guide of such rituals, and I'm curious to know. First of all, in your opinion, why the new moon and full moon rituals are so crucial? Why so many people are you know doing the new moon and full moon rituals? So let me share with you, uh, when I lived in Mexico, I wanted to get pregnant. 
I was 28 years old and I couldn't get pregnant and my body was healthy and everything. There was no reason why I wouldn't get pregnant, right? So I was talking to a, a, a Mayan elder, a woman, Curandera, we call her in Spanish. And she said, your body is not in sync with the moon. And the moon is a universal mother. You need to work with her. And I said, what? How? Like, I couldn't understand that. Now I understand it. And she said, the day of the full moon, you need to fast only liquids. So let's say the full moon is today. I stopped eating food last night at midnight, and I don't eat food until tomorrow morning. And only liquids. Because the moon represents our emotions, and our emotions are fluid. They're liquid. They're water. That's why when we are sad, we cry, and it's tears. Right? So working with the moon gives us a gift. And the gift is that every new moon, so we have a new moon and a full moon. Let's say in a month. In a month, let's say the first of the month is a new moon when we see a little nail in the sky. And that's the time to plant seeds. That's the time to start new projects. That's the time to start things that we want them to grow and flourish. So for 14 days, we will have that. And then 14 days later will be the full moon, big round plate in the sky, the full moon. At that point, the moon stops growing, right? Because it went from a little nail into a big full moon, stops growing. Once it reaches its zenith, then starts to shrink, 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 shrink. So for until it becomes new again, 28 days later. So in the time between the full moon and the little nail, the shrinking, that's the time that we do things we want to end in our life, that we want to get rid of, that we want to shrink in our lives. Like if you want to lose weight, if you want to clean your bathroom, your closet, you do it during that time. So in that way, you're in sync with the energy that is happening because the moon is a magnetic body. And you've been in front of magnets and you have, let's say, your metal here and you get attracted. So the moon is going to move the energy the same way that moves the, the tides of the ocean, right? What makes us feel that the moon can move the tides of the ocean and is not going to affect us? What makes us feel? We're arrogant not to think that we're affected by the moon. So that's kind of the beginning of the moon, full, new moon and full moon. On top of that, there is another layer. Every new moon corresponds, the energy of the new moon corresponds to the zodiac sign in place. Right now, the zodiac sign is Taurus. So Taurus is about being firm on the earth. It relates to our <coughs> resources in life. And our resources coming from the earth, what we eat, what we plant, right? It's very, very earthy sign, very grounded. And that's the energy that we got in the new moon in Taurus. So for two weeks, you enter a vortex of that energy. So if you don't have Taurus, if you don't have that strong energy of Taurus, 
you can actually grab it during those two weeks to do things. So then it comes a full moon and the full moon relates to the opposite sign six months away. So right now the full moon we're going to have is Scorpio, which is in November, right? The sign in November, but the full moon relates to Scorpio. And what's Scorpio? Scorpio's transformation. Very, very strong too. It gives us the opportunity to transform. So the full moon will be around midnight between Sunday the 15th and Monday the 16th in New York City. So you can change you can check the the time in your location. But that means from that point for the next two weeks, which we happen to have a strong eclipse this time, and I'll talk about it in a minute. Um we have the opportunity to transform, to transform things. Mm. And this is how we work with the moon, because let's say there are, there are moons that tell us this is a time to be quiet. This is a time to go in and be reflective. There are moons that tell us this is time to go out in the world and play and be playful and go to parties and be with friends. Other moons tell us this is the time to do transformation work. All the moons tell us this is time to do shadow work. So if you are working with the moon, you're joining this dance that is helping you to do your spiritual work. I also explain it as, you know, when you go on the beach, you go on the ocean and there's, you're going into the water, there's an area where the, the waves are crashing. So if you stay there, you're going to be like, bom, bom, crashed. You're going against the current. And then if you go a little bit further, then you're just floating, being happy. So that's the difference. We can go against the energy that is happening, the magnetism of the moon, or we can go with it and ride the wave. So this is why for me it's very important during the new moon and the full moon to do a ritual, to acknowledge, to welcome that energy. So I'm having one, and in my Instagram, people can see it. Well, they can see in my Instagram always, transform with love, transform underscore with underscore love. <coughs> they can always see and find the link for my rituals, which are online, the moon rituals. And uh, this is the opportunity to sit with the energy, understanding the energy so that we can bring it into our life. And, and, mm, and that's write. beautiful that's really beautiful i'm a scorpio so maybe that's why i'm helping people transform their lives because totally. <laughs> i'm all about this, transformation this it makes full, so much this, sense this is an important full moon for you mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. eclipse i'm looking coming. forward to it huge eclipse huge very potent eclipse is going to confront us with a lot of things what do you mean so Well, we'll see what comes to you. It's going to show us <laughs> the work that we have to do. It's going to show us the work we have to do. That's what it's going to show us. Mm, I feel like every full moon and new moon shows me some work I have to do. I feel like if I'm just getting emotional and I'm all over the place, it's like, is it new moon or is it full moon now? Because I'm just like, you know, so all over the place and I just well, cannot control is, my feelings going all, all over the place. The work is, is to tune in. 
being all over the all over the place means you're crashing the waves tuning in means you're riding the wave so if you download the wisdom by connecting to the wisdom then the wisdom is available to you but if you don't know it then you're all over the place when it's very easy yeah yeah and be in alignment I absolutely resonate with it. But, you know, like for me, I'm just such an intense person that I feel like I like being all over the place because all these shadows are then coming out of me. And then I'm just like, you know, going with my emotions. And I actually really like uh, this style. But I also really, really resonate with like knowing what kind of energy is coming up. Because if you, for example, want to start a new project or you want to let some things go or some friendships go or whatever, um, then you, if you know what kind of energy is coming, then it's way nicer to actually align with it and as you say surf on the wave rather than being crushed by waves so i totally totally resonate with that and so uh, you're gonna you are doing the online uh, rituals right so people can join them that's amazing that's really amazing i feel like it's such an important thing to do to know what kind of energy it, it is bringing and uh, yeah if if you can just like bow to the moon and acknowledge that this is the uh, planet or like the um, the being, let's say rather, exactly. and not the planet. Uh, the moon is the, the being that brings you. Mother. Yeah, the being that actually brings you some energy. Then you can attune to it more, and you can yeah work work with it way way better. I think so. Thank you so much for sharing all that. This has been really really uh, amazing, and I love that you're doing rituals. And so one quick question: If someone would like to do uh, such a ritual at home, do you recommend? First of all, do you recommend to do it on your own, uh, or do you recommend to more do it in a group setting with someone who's gonna set up the space and know what kind of energies are coming in, or is it is it something that everyone can do? at home just you know setting the intention just reading about the energies that are coming in and just going uh, to, to do some internal work of course i mean it's all at the end it's all at your level of connection your level of understanding and what you're comfortable with you can do research and do the ritual and if you feel confident and comfortable with it that's great But if you want to get more assistance, more guidance, then you find somebody. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Beautiful. It's kind of like, This you know, is... like if you're cooking, you want to cook with a recipe or you want to just make it up. If you have no clue how to do it, I would suggest you follow a recipe. But if you have intuition mm -hmm. and know how to do it, then just make it up as you go. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. perfect yeah i am not cooking so i pretty much i'm never even following recipes <laughs> but that's just funny like all my friends know that i that i do not cook uh, but yeah i i totally agree with that and i would prefer to cook with someone else showing me exactly how to do it if i did it for the first time and you know just follow their guidance and then if i practiced more more I, i probably would be like okay now let's just go with my own flow and and do this so yeah thank you so so much for sharing and everything that you said It was really valuable but i'm actually really curious about one last thing because you said that you're fasting on a full moon and so what's the reason that you fast specifically on a full moon day because for example i do the liver and gallbladder cleanse uh, quite often and there is fasting involved as well but you do it on the new moon because this is when you're letting go right you're letting go of the old no, so you're detox detoxifying your body you let go in the full moon in the new moon you plant things to grow because it's new And the moon is going to start growing. So you're joining that growing energy, blossoming energy. And the full moon is at the most, and then it's going to start shrinking, which means 
the magnet magnetism of the moon is going to take things away. That's why you have to do it in the full moon. And the more fluid you become, you become like the oceans. So it's easier for the magnetism to work. But that's why I feel like you need to do let go of the, for example, stones from your, your body on the new moon because it's like going from big, big, big and then letting go, letting go, letting go and then you're dumping it all. And so from people who I've heard who have the been new doing moon this dance, they actually... The new moon is growing. The full moon is letting But from go. the new moon to the full moon, not from between the full moon and the new moon. You have to do it between the full moon and the new moon. When it's like... Yeah, that's why... When it's like this and it's going to shrink. Yeah, yeah. That's why you start a preparation before the new moon. And on the day of the new moon, you let go of it. And then you can start fresh from the new moon to the full moon with your new energy. No, you need to do it in the full moon. Okay. <laughs> well, I've been doing it on the new moon and it has been working amazing. So maybe there is just different way of doing it. Uh, for me, it's just been re working really great. And all my, and my, my health guru that I uh, dearly love uh, says that the, this specific cleanse needs to be done in this specific way, because as you're in this phase of letting go, you're starting letting go a, a few days before the new moon and on the new moon, you let, let go of the stones. And then you start fresh without it to build something more to the full moon because you're starting new and then to filling it with the with the full moon that's what i've heard and that's what has been working for me but i understand it. and respect you that that it works differently for you you can do it a couple of days before the new moon that's perfect but you need yeah to that's where it starts that's what i'm saying you need you to start preparing the new moon once the new moon comes you stop because that's when you do things that grow mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah so i'm i'm curious why do you fast on the full moon specifically That's what I explained, because you become fluid and then the magnetism of the moon works better with you, like the way it works with the oceans. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So you kind of like enhance the energy. It so you enhance the energy of the moon working on you. Yeah. Is that why? Yes. Mm -hmm. So you are more like receptive to the energy of the moon because you're more fluid. So you can kind of be more fluid together with the moon. Correct. That's amazing. Okay, perfect. I, 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 my curiosity is already fulfilled. Uh, thank you so, so much for sharing your beautiful wisdom with us. And That's thank great. you for sharing your Instagram as well. If people are curious to join the rituals, uh, they will know where to find you. And yeah, I'm super, super grateful for your beautiful thank energy. You for so, sending you so much love and gratitude for today. It's been really cool. Thank to talk you. To you. Take care. Bye bye, thank everyone. You.